Erg. I bought a banana at the Kogos in Sharpsburg once, <laughs> and and the lady just looked at it and she goes, huh, a banana. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even know it was there. No that idea. I think somebody might have left that in here. <laughs> Did you pick that up off the floor? <laughs> we don't banana. have that in the system. Someone drop that out of their lunch I, Just bucket. take it. I wondered if she thought I was trying to sell it to her. <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you. I have, I'm fine. I don't need a banana, hun. Thanks. No, oh. I got these fried apples I'm going to have later. Hun. Randy Bellman and the DVE Morning Show. It's 6 o'clock at DVE. Here's a Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Dormont Appliance. For 11. It's 60 degrees now at DVE. I'm Val Porter. Hundreds of friends and family said their final goodbye to a teenager shot while running from an East Pittsburgh police officer last week. Organizers say a large crowd gathered for the funeral of 17-year-old Antoine Rose at Woodland Hills Intermediate School. While there have been several protests over the shooting, no demonstrations were permitted on school grounds during the funeral. An attorney for the family of the 17-year-old says Officer Michael Rosfeld has a history of brutality towards young African-American males. According to the Post-Gazette, Allegheny County DA Stephen Zappala is looking at the case to determine if charges will be filed. A Kentucky World War II veteran will be honored posthumously at the White House today. President Trump will award a Medal of Honor to the family of Army First Lieutenant Garland Merle Connor. An injured Connor ran away from a hospital in France in 1945 to rejoin his unit on the front lines. Connor died in 1998 at the age of 79. His widow will accept the nation's highest military award on his behalf. The University of Alabama is attempting to maintain its dominance in college football by digging deeper than anyone in their recruiting efforts. They recently offered a full scholarship to an eighth grader. Now, to be fair, this is no ordinary eighth grader. Keontu Goodwin of Louisville, Kentucky, is six foot seven and weighs 370 pounds. In eighth grade, he won't graduate from high school till 2022, but he's already received scholarship offers from Georgia, Louisville, Kentucky, LSU, Syracuse, Cincinnati, and Western Kentucky, among others. He can supposedly uh, supposedly leg press 1,000 pounds and bench press 315 pounds. And again, this kid is just in eighth grade. Police in a Scottish town had no problem sniffing out a wanted burglar. One of his victims was able to identify him by his overwhelming B.O. Barry O'Prey was charged with stealing nearly $2,000 worth of electronics from an apartment after the victim connected the stench in his apartment with the smell of a man he noticed sprawled outside the building earlier that day. Well, the victim called a nearby pawn shop to check on his possessions, a PlayStation 4, a Nintendo Switch, and a number of Japanese games and uh, found they had all been sold there just hours before. When police checked the surveillance tape from the pawn shop, both the owner and the victim recognized Oprey, who was caught by police a short time later. In music news, Led Zeppelin could be busy in October, which marks the 50th anniversary of their first tour and the publication of their photography book, Led Zeppelin by Led Zeppelin. A report out of uh, their native England says while they won't play together, there is talk of a tribute concert in London where they could possibly join in. There's also talk of them making the media rounds to promote the book coming out in October. Finally, the late Carrie Fisher reportedly had affairs with both David Bowie and Freddie Mercury, according to a new biography of Fisher and her mom, Debbie Reynolds. By the way, all four of those people dead. Uh, the book Princess Leia and Unsinkable Tammy in Hell explains Reynolds' role in her daughter's 
musical love life. In 1973, Debbie Reynolds was invited to a London party thrown by Mick Jagger. She brought Carrie along, who was then a 17-year-old acting student in England. She met Freddie Mercury and David Bowie at that party and then went on to have affairs with both of them, according to the book. Co-author Darwin Porter says he first heard about this uh, event from actress Joan Hackett back in 1983. He said Hackett heard from Carrie Fisher the often reported gossip that Bowie was living on uh, nothing but cocaine and milk at the time. As for the Queen singer, the book claims that in addition to an endless parade of boys and young men on the side, Freddie occasionally seduced a young woman. His relationship with Fisher was apparently in addition to his full-time girlfriend at the time, Mary Austin, but he assured Carrie that it was all okay. Forecast today, some clouds and sun, a little more humid temperatures in the mid-80s. It's 60 now at DVE. I'm Val Porter. Uh, Randy taking an extra day off. Bill off today. Mike Pursuta off today. Tim Ben's coming up at the bottom of the hour. He's got sports on the DVE morning show. We were talking with Billy. It's a soup day in Pittsburgh, Bill. It's raining and it's about 50 degrees. Yeah, that's soup alert right there. That's heavy. All right, and we for some reason we got on the uh, uh, topic of crackers. All right, um, given your druthers, which cracker do you go to? What's your go-to cracker? Like I said, I, I go, um, I, I like saltines. Straight saltines are my favorites, and I used to hate when you go to like a, a, a nice dinner party or something and people try to, they put out that stupid, you know, I don't know if it's made of sand or what, but those fancy crackers. <laughs> those grain like, oh, crackers. Get out of here. The worst. Just like, don't, you can't you pop for some Ritz or some saltines. We'll call it by another name if it makes you more comfortable and feel more important. But you, you can't mess with saltines with soup. Um, There's my, nothing better. Uh, nothing here's a better. cracker with a bunch of seeds hidden in it. Have fun yeah, with here's that. Here's a cracker from, you know, from Brazil. I, I don't need any of that. Can we just... Let's hit them. And I like my saltines just a little stale. I'm a weirdo. Yeah, but all right. salt. So that's for soup. Okay, saltines for soup. You don't want saltines like put out at a party with cheese. No, I would do that. Uh, <laughs> all right. No, you don't know me. Ritz are pretty Rant. good. Would you, do that with, uh, would you do that with Wiz? Cheese Wiz, you got to go Ritz. Yeah, Ritz all day. Yeah, because if you get what you cheese was is just dirty, so you got to get down with Ritz with that. Because you need a little sweet to offset it. It's got a nice tray. It's a nice tray. The only thing yeah. my dad could make when I was a kid was he would give me saltines with butter on. He's like, right, here. That is so, Val, that it's is so nice. Irish. My my grandmother on the Irish side would butter everything. <laughs> she would butter everything. Was we used to Terry's gold. I, <laughs> just just butter. Everything. But I'll tell you one of my favorite things is uh, uh, cold corned beef and butter and that kind of sandwich or meatloaf, butter, and ketchup. My dad used to eat you that. Wonder yeah. why I'm on, you, wonder, you wonder why I'm on the Whole30 diet now. That's the reason. That's a hurry he up and die sandwich. Butter, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> butter in your meatloaf. That's what they should call it. Make me a hurry up and die, will you? <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my. DVE Sports. It's DVE Sports. I'm Tim Benzin for Mike Pursuta, brought to you by Xfinity from Comcast. We'll start things off with Steelers news, actually, today, Val. Kind of coming out of nowhere, oh. but that NFL Top 100 thing was last night where the players themselves vote on who the Top 100 
players are in the National Football League. And okay. they were kind of doing this week by week, and they counted down to the top ten last night. And mm-hmm. two Steelers were in the top ten, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. Bell came in fifth. Brown came in second. That's up from ninth and fourth from those guys, respectively, a year ago. But that wasn't the big news. The big news was Le'Veon Bell actually says he's still not ruling out signing a contract extension with the Pittsburgh Steelers long term, even though we're coming up to that deadline in mid-July for the franchise tag to kick in. You know, the people in the organization, you know, try to do what's best for them. And, you know, I'm trying to do what's best for me. You know, so um, it just we're, we're, we're working on it. Um, you know, we're a lot closer than we were. Um, last year at this time, you know, and that's what I'm happy about. But, no, none of that matters if we don't get it done, you know. So hopefully we'll try to get something done, um, you know, and that's what I'm looking forward to. I got confidence we'll get it done, so um, I want to do it. So you're optimistic. You're very optimistic you will be in, in camp when camp starts? Yeah, you know. Um, you know, regardless, that's what I want to do. I don't want to have a replication of what happened last year. Um, but, you know, if that came down to that, you know, obviously I got to do what I got to do and, I'll take my stand and protect myself, you know, but I don't want to have to do that, and um, I want to go to camp and uh, play for the play for the Steelers, you know, long term. Hey, Bell, you said you don't want to do what happened. You know, that was Michael Irvin, who uh, was on the NFL Network hosting that show with Le'Veon Bell, and he didn't say in the interview or follow up with a question about, now when you say you want to be there, will you be there for less than $14.5 million <laughs> per year? Maybe Le'Veon only wants to be there if that is, in right. fact, the money that he, he gets. And I should point out that he was conducting that interview from a Benihana. <laughs> I guess he went out to his car because he was told he was number five on the list, went out to his car and then FaceTimed the NFL Network from a Benihana. <laughs> so then he went back and got himself some beef teriyaki. Uh, they talked to Antonio Brown, who appeared to be FaceTiming from his house as well, uh, talking right. with, uh, I think it was Jalen Ramsey as well as Michael Irvin. And this is what he had to say about the need of getting Lev Bell on the field as quickly as possible for the Steelers. Well, Le'Veon Bell's a juice. Uh, you need juice. You know, I drink juice I first thing when I get up in the morning on juice. And when the game gets sick and it's on the line, I'm in the back, I'm in the other saying, juice, we need you. Juice, you got the bag of oranges. And he's a guy who's affectionist. He's infectionist, Val. <laughs> infectionist. <laughs> oh, A.B. Another reveal. Never fails to entertain. From Le'Veon Bell here. Uh, not just about the money, but he also talked about the new offense under Randy Fittner, the offensive coordinator t- taking over for Todd Haley. And according to Bell, he's going to have just as many touches as he did last year, but fewer on the ground and more through the air in all likelihood. Yeah, I think a lot of my touches will um, kind of be the same. I don't think I'll see less. I don't think I'll necessarily see more. Um, I think Randy will find you know, different ways to kind of give me some more open space, you know, allow me to, you know, use, you know, my, my moves and, and, and my strength, my you know, juice. open space more so against DBs and things like that, except like going against linebackers and, and, and running in between the tackles. But I think my touches, you know, I may have more catches and less carries, you know, but okay. I think the touches will all be there. Bell concluded by saying the Steelers, namely himself, have to avoid looking beyond teams that should beat, that should be beaten and they need to avoid bad regular season losses. And if he's talking about looking beyond opponents, maybe he should stop tweeting about, you know, repeats and things like that, do-overs like against the New England Patriots in the yeah. postseason. So. Um, Pirates, they finally got a win after losing five in a row. They beat the Mets 6-4. to four. They beat the 5 nothing lead, then they 
Uh, let that slip away down to 5-4, to four, but Pittsburgh managed to win anyway. Clint Hurdle's new lineup seems to have worked. Starling Marte led off, reached base twice, got two steals. Josh Bell homered in the two slot. Josh Harrison had a hit and a sack fly. Elias Diaz, two hits in the number five hole. And Gregory Polanco homered in the seven spot. Jamison Tyon liked what he saw from the lineup in support of his victory. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we're just looking for, for anything to kickstart us. So uh, different guys hitting in different spots, maybe getting some different pitches to hit, uh, maybe get some guys some pitches to hit. Um, I think that's what we're really trying to do. So uh, it was cool to see JB in that two spot. He came through. Game two of the series is this evening in Queens between Chad Cool and Steven Matz. The Penguins gave Daniel Sprong and Dominic Simone new contracts on Monday. Both signed two-year, one-way contracts with an average sal- salary of uh, $750,000. Brian Rush, Jamie Alexiak, they got qualifying offers as restricted free agents. Riley Sheehan and Tom Kunakle did not. Sheehan mm. is surprising, but at the same time, that might also mean that the Penguins are thinking that if he got an arbitration deal, it would be cumbersome against this year's cap, so they might work out a deal where it's uh, more long-term, but there's less money up front so as to not take a cap pinch this year. So that doesn't necessarily mean that Cheyenne is gone. Mm -hmm. Former pick guard Brad Wanamaker, 28 years old, and is coming back to the States to play with the Celtics after a highly successful run in Europe. That was interesting news coming from the NBA yesterday. NHL, uh, Robert Morris grad Brady Ferguson going to the Maple Leafs development camp. Goalie Frank Marat is going to test the waters with the Washington Caps development camp. James Harden named NBA uh, MVP. Ben Simmons, Rookie of the Year. And Dwayne Casey is the Coach of the Year after he got fired by Toronto and eventually hired by Detroit and sports. Thanks, Tim. Uh, Tim going to be in with us uh, all week this week, right? Yeah, the rest of the week and then whatever days we're on the air next week. Next week, week, uh, yeah, Mike's uh, getting in a lot of vacation time before he heads up to Steelers training camp. Or he's sick and he's got something that's infectiousness. I'm not sure. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Yeah, uh, Randy's off today. Bill off as well. Don't forget DVE Comedy Fest coming up on Friday. Both Friday shows sold out. The main stage at the Biome. And then the loaded show that is at the Arcade Comedy Theater. But we have two things going on on Saturday. We've made it an actual fest this year. It's two days. Uh, So we got our podcast Saturday going on. Doug Benson's Doug Loves Movies podcast Saturday. The Saturday at 420 at the Rex. Doors open at 3. And then later that night, Burt Kreischer's Burtcast podcast live. Doors open at 8. That show will be at 9 p.m. And if you've never heard either one of their podcasts, you can check them out on the iHeartRadio app, and that's for free. Get your tickets for those events this Saturday. It's all part of Comedy Fest. Get them at dve.com. At Starbucks, we've made a concerted effort to make everyone feel welcome. And that includes people who just have to take a in public. Starbucks is proud to introduce our new Loiterer's Welcome Policy. Whether you're black, brown, white, or Asian, we don't give a crap, but you can take one here. Zero chance of you buying coffee because you just don't have a pot to piss in? Well, feel free to pinch a loaf in ours. And we're not just talking about public dumpers. We've learned our lesson, and we'll never kick anyone out of our store again for anything. Sit and stare at girls drinking lattes like a deranged weirdo. We don't care, especially if you're not white. Then you can really do all kinds of freaky stuff. It will take a lot for us to ask you to leave. And if we do... You can just say no, because we're terrified of the backlash. And that's good news for penniless derelicts. So even if you hate coffee, start a 
your pants outside and have to finish the job inside, no problem. Use our bathroom as a hobo shower, clean up from a murder, and walk out whistling. Loiter in Starbucks, where you don't have to drop a dime to drop a deuce. I read this this morning. There are more tigers in backyards of Americans than there are in the wild. How is that? You that mean like kept in those reserves, like the private exotic a, pets yeah. thing, not just like in somebody's backyard? Yeah, that's what I meant. Like people keeping them private as pets. owners. Yeah, they're eating all my hostas. <laughs> How do How we get that? rid of the Mount Lebanon deer population? One word: Montecor. Tiger population. <laughs> Randy Bellman and the DVE Morning Show. It's 7 o'clock at DVE. Here is the Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Bridgeville Appliance. It is 60 degrees now at DVE. I'm Val Porter. A wake is being held in Manhattan this afternoon for another fire department New York hero who died of a 9-11 related illness. Chief Ronald Spatafora, who supervised rescue and recovery efforts at Ground Zero, died of cancer last weekend. Funeral services for the 63-year-old will be held Friday morning. The Food and Drug Administration is greenlighting the first-ever pharmaceutical drug made of marijuana. It's called Epidiolex and can be used to treat rare forms of epilepsy when paired with other pharmaceuticals. The drug is made from cannabidiol, which does not produce a high drug will be on the market by the fall. For all the advancements we've made in many areas of our lives, it's amazing how uncomfortable and inconvenient and unpleasant air travel still is. Well, there's one company trying to change that at least a little bit by offering nap pods in airports that allow people to chill out and relax and maybe even check out stuff on Netflix. I think we need some of those around here. Uh, These AirPod sleeping pods are private capsule-styled units designed to be installed in public places like airports, hotels, railway and bus stations, shopping centers, offices. Uh, You swipe your card, you step in, you get total privacy and comfort while enjoying a touchscreen monitor, air conditioning, sound reduction technology, smart glass privacy, and even mood lighting all designed to reduce stress. They even pump in air that eliminates 100% of unpleasant smells. A disturbing new study found millennials may grow up to be the first generation to be less healthy than their parents. The reason is stress. Lots of millennials experiencing stress and anxiety about finding a good-paying job and being able to afford a home. The stress can cause Long-term health problems researchers think will be uh, showing up in millennials by the time they reach middle age. A Scottish teenager pulled off a pretty ballsy move last week when he obeyed his mother's instructions to cut the lawn and mowed oversized male genitalia into the grass. Christopher McNeil got high fives from his buddies on Scotland's isolated Isle of Barrow when he carved the anatomically correct shape into his front yard. Much to his mother's dismay, dismay. Uh, Christina McNeil initially was pretty unhappy that her lawn had become a hot spot for fans of landscape art, but she eventually came around posting a note online saying, he doesn't usually do that sort of thing because he doesn't normally cut the grass. He is the youngest of six boys, so they all found it very funny, as I did in the end. Reality TV star Richard Harrison has died. His son Rick Harrison announced his father, who is famously known for his role as the old man on Pawn Stars. 
passed away yesterday while surrounded by friends and family. A spokesperson for the History Channel, which is the network that airs the show, told TMZ they'll greatly miss him for his wisdom and candor. It's not immediately been made clear what the cause of his death was. He was 77. Robert De Niro, Kristen Bell, and Tyler Perry are among the celebrities who will get stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame next year. Also included in the Walk of Fame class of 2019, which was announced yesterday, are Alan Arkin, Daniel Craig, Guillermo del Toro, Anne Hathaway, Lupita Nyong'o, Tyler Perry, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Candace Bergen, Guy Fieri, and Terrence Howard. And finally, the downward spiral continues for Heather Locklear. She posted bail yesterday morning after being arrested for punching a police officer who responded to a call about a domestic disturbance. And only hours later, police returned to her home after they got a call for someone overdosing there. According to TMZ, the actress was hospitalized where she was in stable condition last night. She had reportedly planned to voluntarily check herself in for treatment of alcohol abuse as well as mental health issues. Locklear was arrested at her home and booked for two counts of misdemeanor battery upon an officer and emergency personnel. Just last week, she was placed on an involuntary psych hold after allegedly choking her mother and attacking her father. Increasing clouds and humidity today, temperatures in the low 80s. I'm Val. Porter. Tim Ben's uh, handling sports this week while Mike Pursuta is on vacation, so he'll be up at the bottom of the hour. Randy and Bill off today as well. It's the DVE Morning Show. Feeling young and even acting like a kid every now and then is good for our health and well-being. Psychologist Dr. Med- Meg Errol says, quote, perceiving ourselves as younger than our age is linked to a more future-oriented outlook, which means that we make better health choices like engaging in exercise and healthy eating. So she says, if you want to feel young, you should act young. I do believe that. But the young they're talking about, just so we can clarify that, means the joy of imagination, the joy of wonder, the joy of gratitude, and the kindness of sharing. It doesn't mean go be a jagoff. <laughs> and I will tell you that I do believe this to be true, because my father is, uh, he might be cresting mentally maybe maybe 17 or 18. I think he's finally at 17 <laughs> or 18. He he is. I, I really don't kid around. He's a joy to watch when he does it because he does have that attitude. Like my dad, I remember we got him uh, uh, a PlayStation Three when it was out, or a PlayStation Two, one of the two. And he really loved the game Twenty Four. With remember the show Twenty Four? Oh yeah, yeah. With Jack Keith, Bauer. Well, they got a game. They got a game where you can be Jack Bauer. So I got him the game. <laughs> I called him one afternoon after he got it, and I go, "Hey man, how's it going?" He goes, "Bill, I can't talk right now." I am in the middle of a hostage negotiation. <laughs> and then he hung up. <laughs> when when many comedians are on stage, and our buddy over here can attest to this, people just uh, they look and say, ah, well, there's a comedian on stage. I, I, I hope he makes me laugh. When I, when I walk on stage, there's women in the audience that are thinking, bucket list. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's happening tonight. <laughs> And that's just good, and, and that everybody wins, right? You know, they get to check something off. They get and 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 by, and by the way, if you do engage in such actions uh, with a little person, uh, your story wins on Monday. Okay, <laughs> like no matter what your friends did on their weekend, they're like, we went, we had a nice time. We went out to a steakhouse. Andrew McCutcheon was there, and the, everyone was having a good. He he started. He he took a breadstick and started hitting. 
eating uh, crab cakes at people. It was un- <laughs> it, it, it was unbelievable. You just say, yeah, I banged an Oompa Loompa. What? <laughs> now, now all the attention's on you. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so so come on out if if you if you have that woman that you hate in your office that is always doing something awesome and she's got the great stories every week. You want to trump her? Come on out, bang an elf, <laughs> make this happen. You win, okay? And that story's gonna win for a while. That story's got legs. Well, I barely do, but the story that, but the story has legs. All right. Ah, Brad Williams, he's part of DVE Comedy Fest coming up this Friday night at the Byam Theater. That show sold out, as is the Loaded show after that, which is all local comics, and that is at the Arcade Comedy Theater. By the way, Burt Kreischer, Sarah Tiana, Rory Scoville, Brad Williams, Bill Crawford, all part of the DVE Comedy Fest main stage show. Um, Burt Kreischer's going to be sticking around. He's going to do his podcast live on Saturday at the Rex. That's going to be at 9 o'clock. And then uh, prior to that, Doug Benson's Doug Loves Movies podcast. Still a few tickets left for both of those. And uh, if you haven't heard their podcasts, you can check them out on the iHeartRadio app for free. Uh, So going to be a cool weekend. It's an actual comedy fest. Get tickets for the Doug Loves Movies podcast and Burt Kreischer's podcast on our website, at dve.com. Tim Ben's up next with sports. It's a DVE morning show. DVE sports. It's a DVE morning show. I'm Val Porter, Mike Pursuta on vacation. Tim Ben's filling in this week. Uh, not a whole lot happening. Not a ton, but some Steelers news cropping up seemingly out of nowhere. Uh, that NFL Top 100 show ended last night. They've been doing this week-by-week reveal of the top 100 players in the National Football League, and it culminated in the top 10 last night. And as they started getting closer and closer to number one, still a couple Steelers had not been revealed. Le'Veon Bell came in number five. Antonio Brown came in number two. Tom Brady, per usual, was number one. And along the way, Le'Veon Bell, during an interview on the show, made it sound like he is not ruling out a long-term extension with the Steelers, maintaining the two sides are further along than where they were at this point a season ago. He made the comments to Michael Irvin, then proceeded, of course, to have a longer conversation with Irvin, where Irvin told him to hold out for as much as he could possibly get. (laughs) Uh, The franchise tag needs to be either lifted or put in place by mid-July, and then at that point, it's up to Bell if he is going to report or not. And Bell says part of the reason he does want to report is that he wants to have better timing with Ben Roethlisberger in the passing game this year, as opposed to how rusty it was to start the season a year ago. Um, So I got to... You know, obviously find a way to get back quicker, you know, maybe taking Ben to the side and literally just me and him one-on-one, him throwing me the ball, um, getting a single with my old lineman. Um, that's usually what comes quickest, you know, to be honest, is me getting a single with my old line rather than me, you know, running around with Ben. It's a lot of timing and things like that. So um, I think for me that was the biggest thing is my timing with Ben and um, us getting together on the same page. Seems like camp would be a great time to work on that. Exactly. Right. So if you show up, <laughs> franchise tag or not, you can work out those bugs, seemingly, one Clown. would think. Um, this is Antonio Brown speaking of the new offense, because as Bell was discussing there, another point that he made in that interview with Michael Irvin was he's probably going to get the ball in the air more often 
as well. So that seems to augment exactly what he's talking about here. If he's not going to carry the ball as much, he's going to have it thrown his way more often. That's what he was assessing based on what he's learned about the playbook so far and, I guess, conversations with Randy Feetner. So, yeah, get in there and start working on it in Latrobe. Uh, A.B. talked about the new offensive coordinator a little bit, too. Well, we got a great guy, Randy Fitcher. He's been around for a long time. He's not new. Uh, he know what we do well. Uh, he know what, uh, some things we can work on and some things we can get better. But uh, we in great hands with him. Uh, he's been around a long time and seen the game a long time. He's approachable. Uh, you could come to him. Uh, he don't react under a tough situation. So I'm excited about the start on the Randy Venture. <laughs> ah, close enough. Feechner, Fickner, Feetner, Sherry, Sherry, who knows. We'll round up. By the way, that uh, top 100 thing, there was a corresponding list that David Carr of the NFL Network put out for just quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Now, theoretically, you could go through the list on your own. There were four in the top 10. Russell Wilson was five. Ben Roethlisberger was six among quarterbacks based mm-hmm. on the list. But David Carr's individual top 10 list for quarterbacks left Roethlisberger out of the top 10 entirely. Wow. He had Cam Newton, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Phil Rivers in front of Roethlisberger and suggested that Roethlisberger is now being carried by the likes of A.B. and Le'Veon Bell. So I thought that was a little harsh. Uh, Ben, maybe not what he used to be, but, you know, as he said himself, the Cowboy might have a few bullets left. (laughs) Perhaps David Carr took too many sacks in that expansion season with the Texans. (laughs) Baseball, the Pirates, five-game losing streak, it's over. They won. Uh, they won 6-4 to four against the Mets. They got up 5 nothing, but then the lead got trimmed to 5-4, added an insurance run, and Felipe Vasquez came out of the bullpen, got the save, and according to Clint Hurdle, looked as good as he has looked all season. That's as good as he's pitched all season. You know, we've, we've seen some some uh, some sightings, um, but pitch for pitch in that outing right there, all 15 pitches, even the ones he missed with, were quality, there was intent, there's velocity, there's spin, he threw the change up to the breaking ball. First pitch strikes, three punch outs, so very impressive. Penguins gave Daniel Sprong and Dominic Simone new contracts on Monday. Both signed two-year, one-way contracts with an average annual salary of 750000 Brian Rush, Jamie Alexiak got qualifying offers before 5 p.m.'s deadline, and they remain property of the Penguins. Riley Shane and Tom Kunakel got nothing. That means that they can become unrestricted free agents. The thinking is the Penguins will let Kunakel test unrestricted free agency, but Shane, likely, it's hoped anyway, by Jim Rutherford, will be signed to a more cap-friendly contract than what perhaps he would have gotten in arbitration anyway, Mm -hmm. and they can work out something long-term with him. That's the thinking. Uh, If not, Teddy Bluger might get a chance as a fourth-line center for Pittsburgh. If you haven't seen it yet, a, a photo on Twitter that's making the rounds Sidney Crosby and Maria Sharapova at oh. Wimbledon. Oh. I guess Sid's over in England. She gave him a tour of the All England Tennis Club, and they posed for a couple photos, and it reminds me of every prom photo I've ever <laughs> taken in my life where the girl is sort of doing the, I'm taller than you, but I'm going to make it look good for the <laughs> photograph thing where she leans in and leans down. Sid's <sighs> 5'11-ish, like 5'10 Yeah. Maria Sharapova is easily six foot two and she's not wearing heels like i had to deal with with my prom dates in the photos but she's doing what she can and i I wrote about this in the trip today you know sid fancies himself as a multi-sport athlete right Mm -hmm. he homered a pnc park he's a roller hockey goaltender when he goes up to nova scotia and plays with the kids he threw a touchdown pass to bo bennett in that flag football game they had at west point he's such a good quarterback he threw it to bo bennett without breaking his hands (laughs) 
If you were That's to play, feat. if you were to play Maria Sharapova in tennis, do you think you could win? Oh, a game, maybe. A yeah, well, a point for sure. You could probably yeah. win a point. You right? get a point. You can maybe just so. throw the racket at a return of serve <laughs> and have it clip over the net or something like that. I but think that probably. There's, there's no way he could win a like a full game if she really tried. Right? No, I don't think so. I wouldn't think no. so. But hey. But he is, uh, he is, he is quite Crosby. the athlete. The fu- like the funny thing to me was they posted the photo and the first comment afterwards was from one of her fans who said, "Who's that?" Oh, <laughs> how many times in his life do you think Sidney Crosby has posed for a photo and been the second most famous person in the photo? Yeah, that happened once uh, when Mario came back uh, out of retirement. Yeah, and, and they I, posed together. And I, well, no, no, no. I asked my sister-in-law. I'm like, hey, I want to, you know, take my nephew to the game. Uh, Mario Lemieux coming out of retirement. She's like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I could see if you don't know a lot about his, you know, his history, but you at least have to know who he is. I, I understand the guy was French. It looked like based on his Twitter profile. So Sid probably doesn't have the Q rating in France that he does say <laughs> in Canada. Like, if you go to Calgary, just as a you know, as a one-off, and somebody looks at that photo, it's like, hey, look, Sid got a photo with Maria Sharapova. Right. He goes over to Europe. Who's that dude? Oh, boy. Sports brought to you by BobbyRayhall.com. Thanks, Tim. Uh, he'll have sports uh, the rest of the morning. Mike Pursuta is on vacation. Randy and Bill off today as well. It's a DVE morning show. You uh, you uh, performed for the Steelers a bunch in the past. I have. Uh, and you're friends with a bunch of those guys. Now, but back in the day, I know you, you were friends with them, but it, it strikes me like the new era Steelers versus like the first generation of the Roethlisberger era. Right. The Palomalu, the yeah. Bettis, uh, and those guys, that there's a different breed of character sort of of this new generation Steelers. You think? <laughs> <laughs> I remember guys would just didn't, didn't want to leave here. Yeah. I don't They didn't. They didn't care about the money. And now there's anything wrong with it. Because when you know football, you know what those guys put their bodies yeah. through. It was talking about Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I, none of the guys, I, I guarantee, are upset at, upset at him. They're Did like, you see what he money. said, though? He said part of the reason he was bummed out was because his teammates didn't embrace his rap career and they weren't retweeting his videos. They shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> They're not good. Look, no. they shouldn't. They're really bad. No. Those are good friends. <laughs> Berg. IHOP caused a lot of uh, fur, furor, furor, furor controversy when they changed their name from IHOP to IHOB with a B and then made people guess what it was going to stand for. But now they come. <laughs> I just thought of a B word that would sound really funny. What? International House of Boners. <laughs> that was very uncharacteristic of you. <laughs> so you must ridiculous. Be silly. <laughs> I'll be silly. Something enough. about pancakes uh, that just gets me all excited. Just, well, come on in. Stupid. Let me show you all our different kinds of syrup. Oh, yeah. A blueberry. (laughs) (laughs) The purple helmet platter. Randy Bellman.
and the DVE Morning Show. So silly. Uh, here's the Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Dormont Appliance. 11. It's 60 degrees now at DVE. The news is brought to us by Citizens Bank. I'm Val Porter. Mayor of Pittsburgh is calling for charges to be filed against the officer who shot 17-year-old Antoine Rose. Mayor Bill Peduto and the Pittsburgh Black Elected Officials Coalition want a jury trial to be held for Officer Michael Rosfeld. Rose was fleeing a traffic stop on June 19th when Rosfeld opened fire. An attorney for Rose's family echoes the mayor's sentiment, saying they want Rosfeld to face criminal charges and may consider civil litigation. Ikea shoppers in Indiana ducked for cover Monday afternoon when a child fired a gun that was found in a couch cushion. The incident happened about 2 p.m. at the store in Fishers, Indiana. Police say a shopper sat down on a couch and didn't realize his loaded gun had fallen out of his pants. A short while later, some kids found the gun and pulled the trigger, firing off a single shot. Fortunately, no one was hit and there were no injuries. IKEA released a statement saying they are taking the incident very seriously and reminding shoppers IKEA has no weapon policy. They are cooperating with police. Well, can you zap your brain to better health? Scientists in Italy are trying to curb food cravings in obese people by zapping their brains with magnets. They've had some success with the process and thinks it uh, has something to do with changing the way the brain is wired. By short-circuiting the brain, people don't crave food and then they don't seek the short-term reward that eating provides. People in southwestern Tennessee can stop worrying about a tube in the sky that seemed to go on for miles. The National Weather Service says a scary-looking cylindrical mass that people around Adamsville found earlier this month was a roll cloud. Weather experts say roll clouds are rare, low, horizontal, tube-shaped clouds associated with a thunderstorm front or a cold front. They appear to roll around a horizontal axis, but they aren't funnel clouds. At least one person got a picture of the cloud, and many people were wondering if it might have been a UFO. But no, rest easy, it is not. It was not. Paul McCartney saying that U.S. tour dates are being planned in support of his forthcoming album, Egypt Station. In a recent interview, Sir Paul said he hopes his band will be able to do some intimate shows while on tour, just because they're fun. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer and his band recently surprised patrons at a tiny Liverpool pub and played a five-song set where he debuted the song Come On To Me. Meanwhile, his 17th studio album, Egypt Station, is due September 7th. Ozzy Osbourne taking to social media to tease the return of OzFest. He took to Twitter this past weekend to pose the question, who would like to see the OzFest happen in the New York area this year? Ozzy already has two shows booked in the region, September 8th in Long Island and the 10th in Homedale, New Jersey. Uh, They're about 40 miles from New York City. Meanwhile, his No More Tours 2 gets underway August 30th in Allentown and runs through October 13th in Las Vegas. Finally, Stone Temple Pilots guitarist Dean DeLeo is accused of being an abusive drunk in divorce documents recently filed by his wife. Jen DeLeo submitted the legal documents to the court earlier this month and claims her husband is an alcoholic and both she and their six-year-old daughter are afraid of him. She added Dean recently made violent threats to her and kicked her out of the house. She claims Dean has been abusing alcohol and drugs since 2012 and has physically assaulted her many times over the years. Jen says she once found Dean passed out in the garage with a car running and woke him up. She claims he told her he'd kill himself if she ever left him. 
Dean has not commented on the divorce. Increasing clouds, increasing humidity today. Temperatures in the low 80s at 61 at DVE. I'm Val Porter. Mike, Randy, and Bill all off today. Tim Benz joining me this morning. He's got sports coming up at the bottom of the hour. It's the DVE morning. But it's so funny. Like I will green light a but like like four Tito's and sodas uh, for dinner, and not and not have a problem with it. But if I'm not drinking, I would never have a root beer, and I love root beers. I love root beer. Yeah, root. It's mm-hmm. it's one of those things. I have it once in a while. And when you do, it's it's a real treat. And I feel guilty every time I have a root beer. But I never would feel guilty having a cocktail. I never feel guilty. But a root beer, I feel the sugar. Guilty. Just and what's your go-to root beer? Because I don't. Do they make Barks anymore? Uh, Barks they, root beer was my was my jam. They had the best ad campaign forever. Barks uh, has bite. Uh, Barks. There's this is. Okay, secret time. <laughs> there is a Jack in the Box behind my house in the alley behind my house, and my daughter Isla and I, two junkies, will go over to Jack in the Box because they have that you know that Coke machine that has like a, a million buttons. Yes. So you can, yeah, and we go over there and we get uh, Barks has a vanilla root beer. Oh, oh man, that's good stuff. We'll get thirty-two ounces of Barks <laughs> vanilla root beers and then drink it in the alley because my wife won't let us have sugars. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. Oh, oh, I remember one time I've sitting in the alley with Isla. We're both drinking sodas. <laughs> she was like, we might as well get tacos. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, this kid is cut from my cloth. <laughs> I was like, let's get tacos. They have tater tots. Let's get tater tots. Oh. I'm a big fan of uh, Batman. I love all the recent uh, Batman movies. The Dark Knight being my favorite. Um, it's actually when I realized that Batman is kind of a jerk, though. Like, Commissioner Gordon is his friend. It's his ally. And yet still, he, he doesn't say goodbye when he leaves him. He ropes him into a conversation and then just disappears. It's always something like, what do you think about this Harvey Dent guy? Well, I got to tell you what, Batman. I looked at the uh, files, and I think that... <laughs> Batman? Batman, you around the corner? Why do you do this? I'm an adult. Just say goodbye to me. We're friends. <laughs> You know what it looks like when people see me talking to myself? Just yelling at, oh, hey, Sarah, hey, how are you? That's Rory Scoville, part of the DVE Comedy Fest this Friday night at the Byam Theater. Burt Kreischer, our headliner. Sarah Tiana, Brad Williams, Bill Crawford, all part of the main stage at the Byam. Then we do the Loaded Show at uh, Arcade Comedy Theater. Ton of local comics there. It's going to be like rapid-fire comedy, so that show sold out as well. Now, we've called this DVE Comedy Fest since its inception. To This year, though, we really made it a fest. We've expanded to two days. So, podcasts, huge right now. Doug Benson does his Doug Loves Movies podcast for us on Saturday afternoon, this Saturday at 420 that's going to be at the Rex Theater. There are tickets available for that. Same for Burt Kreischer. He's doing his Burtcast Live Saturday night at 9 p.m. at the Rex. And it's another opportunity for you to get in on a little comedy this weekend. Uh, if you missed out on tickets for the main stage, the Biome, it's a good chance for you to see Burt Kreischer. Heck, go down early. Go see Doug Benson's podcast. Go to dinner. Come back for Burt Kreischer. Good Saturday for you. Get your tickets for both those events, the podcast Saturday at DVE.com. Tim Ben's up next with Sports. It's DVE Morning Show. DVE Sports. It's a DVE Morning Show. Randy off, Bill off, Mike Pursuta on vacation as well. Tim Ben's thankfully filling in this week for Mike Pursuta. 
And we got lots to talk about. Actually, some involving the Steelers. It's brought to you by Citizens Bank. I don't know where Le'Veon Bell banks or where he keeps his money, but he's going to have a lot more of it very soon. <laughs> we just don't know if it's coming from the Steelers or not. In all likelihood, it'll at least be 14. Well, I take that back. It'll at least be uh, well 14.5 million for it one year anyway on the franchise tag, and we'll see about long term. Bell wants that for an extended contract. If he's going to get it for one season, then he wants that for the life of his contract. Uh, it's also been reported that he's asked for as much as 17.1 million, which would be akin to what AB is making. If he's going to be that used so often as receiver, he thinks he deserves that kind of money, like receivers are getting. You think but, he deserves that? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I just I think that he's that good of a player, but I think when you look at how much more you are making than the next best guy at your position and you're practically doubling that, that's enough. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going beyond that. You're going over doubling what Devontae Freeman would be getting if you're getting $17 million. And there's just too much wear and tear on a running back to sustain that kind of a contract that deep. Uh, maybe for one year, yeah, but that's too much of a tag on the back end for what he would be making against the cap, I think, by the end of a five-year contract or a six-year deal. But Bell is not ruling out the prospect of getting an extension with the Steelers. He said so on the NFL Network yesterday during the uh, reveal of the top 100 players as voted on by the NFL players themselves. In the top 10, it was uh, Antonio Brown at number two behind Tom Brady who won it and Le'Veon Bell at number five after he was revealed at Benihana, no less. <laughs> Bell conducted an interview via his phone, and this is what he had to say about the future of contract negotiations with the Steelers, which apparently he still deems optimistic. You know, the people in the organization, you know, try to do what's best for them, and, you know, I'm trying to do what's best for me. You know, so um, it just, we, we're, we're working on it. Um, you know, we're a lot closer than we were um, last year at this time, you know, and that's what I'm happy about. But, no, none of that matters if we don't get it done, you know, so. Hopefully we'll try to get something done, um, you know, and that's what I'm looking forward to. I got confidence we'll get it done, so um, I want to do it. So you're optimistic. You're very optimistic you will be in, in camp when camp starts? Yeah, you know, um, you know, regardless, that's what I want to do. I don't want to have a replication of what happened last year. Um, but, you know, if that came down to that, you know, obviously I got to do what I got to do and uh, take my stand and protect myself. You know, but I don't want to have to do that, and um, I want to go to camp and um, play for the play for the Steelers, you know, long term. So Bell, for the first time in a while, saying all the right things there, but one thing he's yeah. not saying is, "I'd be willing to come down off my number." Right. He's not saying I'd be willing to come down from seventeen or fourteen point five long term. I interpreted that as as if I get my money. I'll be there. And he's saying it in a nice way. Yes. But he didn't say, I'm going to give a little back. Which he did say at one point, I got to give a little. Remember when he said that right around the end of the regular season? Or actually right after the Jaguars game, I think before the Pro Bowl is when he said that. That disappeared by March. And I haven't heard anything like that when since. When does camp start? Uh, July the 25th. Okay. And the deadline for the cap number to be accepted or not is the 16th. Of July or August? Yeah, 16th of July. Before they go to camp. Uh, Now, this is Bell talking about one thing that needs to get better with the Steelers, and that's stopping this habit of looking by lesser competition. You know, but the Patriots game and the Bears game, those are inexcusable. You know, those are games, you know, we we have to win, and we can walk away 15-1 going into the playoffs, um, and, and, you know, we're in a whole different ballpark, you know, and that's something we got to work on doing, Um, winning the games we're supposed to win, um, not necessarily looking past people um, or worried about, you know, 
who are playing the next week. You know, uh, I, I say I'm guilty of that too. Um, but no, that's something we gotta we gotta work on doing. Yeah, I would say he's guilty of that with the tweets he sent out before the Jacksonville game. I think that's exactly what we're talking about here. Now, when he lumps the Patriots game into the Bears game, I think where he says that that's a game we should have won, he was talking about actual in-game. Mm-hmm. I think the preparation for the Bears game is more the big scope thing that we've talked about and complained about with the Steelers for a long time now. When they go on the road and play a lesser team, they set themselves up for getting upset. Yeah. Now, Antonio Brown, as we mentioned, was number two overall on that list, up from number four, again, just behind Tom Brady. And he talks about wanting Bell on the practice field and in the Steelers' locker room for as long as possible. He's a guy you want to be around, you know, ultimate competitor. Uh, he takes it ultimately serious, getting his body in top fitness condition. Uh, he's an amazing guy to be around. You know, that's one of those relationships and one of those teammates where you know it's special. You, know, you count on him and excited to see what he's going to do. You excited to see what shape he's going to be in. And uh, it's, just, it's just great to be around him. You know, he's one of those guys that make everyone around him better. And uh, when I'm in that huddle, I know I can look to him and know we're going to make something happen. Yeah, Steelers, pay that man. Because <laughs> if y'all don't pay that man, we triple team in this man right here. That's Jalen Ramsey, who was also in the top 20, I think the top-ranked cornerback on that list, warning the Steelers that it's triple coverage against A.B. <laughs> if Brown or if uh, Bell doesn't get his money and shows up with the Steelers. All right, now as far as the Pirates go, uh, they finally broke their losing streak. They had lost a total of five games in a row until last night. They beat the Mets, had a 5 nothing lead at one point. It got whittled down to 5-4, but the Buccos won anyway. Jamison Tyon getting the victory. Over the, over the outing, I thought some different things came and went. Uh, like in the bullpen before, my curveball wasn't very good, and then tonight was probably one of the better curveballs I've had for a while, especially in the middle innings. Um, slider was really good pregame. That kind of just came and went. It was a show-me pitch. Uh, forcing fastball worked really well tonight. Game two of the series tonight in Queens, Chad Cool and Steven Matz. A newly reformed batting order helped out last night. Elias Diaz, couple hits. Gregory Planco, homer there in the five and seven slots. Starling Marte led off, reached base twice, got two steals. Josh Bell homered. Josh Harrison a hit and a sack fly. Penguins gave Daniel Sprong and Dominic Simone new contracts Monday. Both signed two-year one-way contracts. Average annual salary of 750k. Brian Rust got a RFA qualifying offer. So did Jamie Alexiak. Riley Sheehan did not, but apparently that's with the intent to work out something long-term with the Penguins. That's the hope anyway of Jim Rutherford. Tom Kunako will test unrestricted free agency, and that's sports. Very good. Thank you, Tim Benz. Tim joining us all week, taking care of sports while Mike is on vacation. I'm Val Porter. It's DV Morning Show. Hellfire Brimstone in his near. Jesus coming back down here. Look at me! I'm in tatters. Rapture. It's the rapture. All the dead are rising and walking on the horizon. There's a zombie cocktail party on the street. River rising, four horsemen arriving. Directed ascension traffic, wreaking heavenly havoc. The rapture. Rapture. All the ones who don't believe are on the Hell Express Express. Don't wait for me. Help me up the ladder. Rapture. Sloth and sin and sex leaves you behind with all the rest. Jesus telling you to yield. The trumpets blow your feet is sealed. Don't forget me. I ain't been captured. For the rapture. 
Christians are going up, 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 up. The rest going down. Christ called your bluff, 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 bluff. You got Hindus on the west side, Buddhas uptown. They're left out in the pasture for the rapture. Experience science, libations, and art at Carnegie Science Center's 21 Plus Night coming up this Friday. Downtown Boulevard of the Allies at Grant Street and Grant Street, uh, that general intersection closed due to protesters. Uh, The right lane of the Parkway East jammed outbound from downtown to Forbes Avenue. And in Butler, 422 eastbound closed between Bonnybrook Road and Keck Road due to an accident on Val Porter, DVE total traffic. It's 63 degrees now at DVE. The news is brought to us by the new PPG Science Pavilion at Carnegie Science Center, built to inspire. I'm Val Porter. The Supreme Court says they will not hear the appeal of convicted rapist and murderer Brendan Dassey, whose case was documented in the Netflix series Making a Murderer. The justices did not explain their decision, but this leaves the lower court's ruling against Dassey in place. The 28-year-old maintains his confession to raping and murdering Teresa Halbeck at age 16 was made up and not voluntary. Dassey's legal team can steal appeal, but must prove to a judge there is newly discovered evidence that proves his innocence. Brendan Dassey won't be eligible for parole until 2048. Sean Spicer looking to become the next Oprah. The former White House press secretary will be shooting a pilot for a TV talk show called Sean Spicer's Common Ground. That'll be in July. No network is yet attached to that show, which will see Spicer interviewing noteworthy people. Do you have an iPad neck? Well, if you're a woman, the answer is probably yes. iPad neck is pain in your neck, your upper back, and your shoulders caused by persistent slouching while using a tablet. And it is a growing problem. UNLV researchers found that 85% of tablet users have experienced neck pain from slumping over their screens. And women were twice as likely as men to suffer from iPad neck. 70% of women in the study reported feeling discomfort after using their tablets compared to 30% of men. Why do women suffer more than men? Researchers say sitting without back support doubles the odds of iPad neck pain and Women in this study were much more likely to use their tablets while while sitting on the floor than men were. Therapy dogs make visits to hospitals and nursing homes all the time, but now some companies are bringing in therapy dogs to help stressed out workers. Seems just being around dogs makes workers happier and more relaxed. According to Andy Peters, president and CEO of Pet Partners, a nonprofit that brings dogs into workplaces, many employees claim this is their favorite benefit offered by employers, and they go back to their desks feeling much more relaxed, less stressed, and more productive. Russell Crowe going to be starring as Roger Ailes in a new Showtime limited series about the rise of Fox News. The show will be called The Loudest Voice in the Room. It'll be about the best-selling book of the same name by journalist Gabriel Sherman. Ailes founded, founded Fox News in 1996 and was the CEO of the company until 2016. And that was when he was forced to resign over sexual harassment allegations. 
The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences is inviting more than 900 artists to join the group that decides the Academy Awards. The list includes actors Jada Pinkett-Smith, Harry Shearer, and Evan Rachel Wood, Harry Potter creator J.K. Rowling. The Academy is inviting Grammy and Pulitzer Prize winning uh, winner Kendrick Lamar to join the, join the music branch. The rapper wrote the music for Black Panther. Artists invited come from 59 different countries and 49% are women. And the Smithsonian is immortalizing Black Panther, the National Museum of African American History and Culture, adding items from the huge blockbuster to its collection. They include the vibranium suit Chadwick Boseman wore in the title role. Other items are an autographed full shooting script of the film, two pages on an early script, and 24 behind-the-scenes photos shot during production. Black Panther has has earned more than $1.5 billion in worldwide, worldwide box office receipts since its release in February. Finally, Judas Priest is announcing the formation of the Glenn Tipton Parkinson's Foundation in honor of the band's longtime guitarist. Tipton, who announced he's been battling the disease for about 10 years, said it was the band that suggested they start a foundation. All proceeds from the foundation will benefit, benefit a pioneering new treatment, which already has had great success with a Parkinson's-related condition called essential tremor. For more information, you can visit the band's website or their Facebook page. Increasing clouds, increasing humidity today as well. Temperatures in the low 80s. Hope you enjoyed yesterday because it's going to be in the mid 90s all weekend, like Friday through Monday with heat indexes around 100. So yesterday was beautiful. (laughs) Hopefully you got outside a little bit. I'm Val Porter. Randy, Mike, and Bill are all on vacation. Tim Benz has sports coming up at the bottom of the hour. Hey, don't forget, I know it's a little ways away. Halloween. Uh, But keep in mind, we have a really cool Halloween party lined up for DVE this year. It's a paranormal evening with Alice Cooper. It's going to be Friday, October 26th at Stage AE, an indoor show, a very intimate venue with Alice Cooper, not not the big uh, outdoor sheds like he normally plays. But this is going to be a cool event. And uh, you can get your tickets now at the Stage AE box office or at Ticketmaster outlets. You can find the link as well and all the information on our website. Just go to dve.com. Always so interested, like, in wondering what they would have been if he would have stayed alive. Because I always make that joke that he might have been the, like, (laughs) do you hate having a, you know, would you like all of your records in one collection? Hi, I'm Jim Morrison. He's just a big fat guy, (laughs) like, balding. Let me talk to you about reverse mortgages. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Morrison's just doing infomercials on Fox. (laughs) Hi. I'm Jim Morrison. (laughs) You know, riding through the storm is dangerous enough. Walking through it can be even more dangerous. That's why I always have a hurricane. It's a cane with suction cups on the bottom. So you don't slip and fall. Oh, my God. So take it easy, baby. Take it as it comes. Now, there was some controversy surrounding that roast because Rob Gronkowski... Who, yeah, who plays for the Patriots, which is a team. I mean, I would cheer for Al-Qaeda before the Patriots, but yes. <laughs> okay. He does play for that team. He told a couple jokes. Um, <laughs> one of which was a Jewish joke that he that he uh, told at the expense of uh, the Josh roast Wolf. master, Josh Wolf, that mm-hmm. night. And uh, he also told this one, which uh, people got pretty upset about. And, and that superhero, you know, that Falcon, the superhero, that's the black guy. You know who could, you know who? 
Who can even fly when he's not being chased by the cops? That's his superpower. <laughs> Joke. <laughs> okay, now it's a great joke. All right, so that what was the Jewish one he said about the was it the quarterback? Just, yeah. Okay. Now the reason he said that is because I had a joke about Josh where I said he couldn't play football because Jewish people don't like camps, <laughs> and <laughs> which is a better joke. <laughs> and uh, you know, and so then I was telling Grok that joke, and he's like, oh. He's Jewish, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "Well, maybe I'll do like the quarterback thing," and I'm thinking, eh, "That's kind of hacky, but you can pull it off because right. you're Gronk." That's Sarah Tiana, part of DBE Comedy Fest, coming up this Friday night. The sold out record time selling it out. I think it was like 48 hours. Bert Kreischer, the headliner. Sarah on the bill as well. Really looking forward to seeing her. Um, Rory Scoville, Brad Williams, and Bo Crawford. That's the main stage, the Biome. Afterwards, we have the Loaded Show that is uh, kind of right around the corner at the Arcade Comedy Theater, theater within walking distance anyway. So huge lineup of local comics. That is sold out as well. But we have actually made it a comedy fest this year and expanded to Saturday. DVE Sports. It's a DVE morning show. Tim Benz filling in for Mike Pursuta all week long and into next week as well. Thanks for uh, coming in this morning, Tim. Thanks for having me. Lots to talk about, yeah. especially with the Steelers kind of out of nowhere. Brought to you by BobbyRayHall.com. They're like a beacon in the darkness, a light in the darkness. That and the new lineup for the Pirates. That's cured everything. <laughs> Just switching the deck chairs around on the Titanic and all of a sudden everything's shiny and happy. Do you know how many uh-huh. times I grew up as a Pirates fan? going to old Shea Stadium because my dad who was born here and taught me how to be a Pittsburgh sports fan but I was raised in Connecticut so the closest I could come to watching the Pirates were a couple of trips per year down to Shea Mm -hmm. how many times I saw them blow leads and come up with creative incredibly implosive ways of losing (laughs) games against those great Met teams of the 80s I don't care if it's the old stadium or the new stadium anytime they win at Shea or now Citizens Bank Park or City Bank Field or whatever it is it makes me happy and they did that last night in fact we'll start with the Pirates here Uh, I mentioned the new lineup and yeah Clint Hurdle mentioned this going into the game yesterday against New York after that four game sweep at the hands of the Arizona Diamondbacks going to move things around and he did Uh, Starling Marte into the lead uh, lead off spot and he got himself a couple of opportunities to get on base and steal bases. Uh, stole second base twice. Josh Bell in the second slot hit a home run. Gregory Polanco in the seventh spot in a homer. Two hits for Elias Diaz in the fifth spot. Hurdle talked about why things went the way they did. And then you look the way we were able to produce. Marte with a couple stolen bases and on base three times at the top. Bell, his first homer in a long time. A couple RBIs. Harrison with it in the first inning. You know, Everybody contributed something. Moran early with a walk and a double. Diaz had a really, really solid night at the, at the plate. A couple of big RBIs. So the Pirates win 6-4 to four against the Mets. Chad Cool pitches tonight for the Buccos at 7-10 once again in Queens. All right, now to the, uh, the Steelers, rather, after the reveal last night of the top 10 portion of the NFL's top 100 list. Just a way to pass some time in the summer, like you said, Val, during these down times for news. They kind of go through week by week and reveal about 10 guys per week. And this, this, is, top... this is players voting? Yeah. Okay. This is the players voting on their own amongst themselves for their peers. And 
Antonio Brown was deemed to be the second-best football player in all of the National Football League behind only Tom Brady. Le'Veon Bell, fifth, the top-rated running back. And when Bell came on to be interviewed about it from a Benihana, he said (laughs) that he was still optimistic the Steelers were going to get a long-term contract done with him. He's holding out hope. He wants to be at training camp. As we referenced last hour, he gave us all this optimism but didn't hint at all that he was willing to come down on his contract right. demands, which yeah. is sort of the part B to A plus B equals C, and I will see you in Latrobe. Right, which then also makes the Steelers look like the bad guys. Right, like, and they're going to be fine I, about just sitting back and saying, here's, be your, there. here's your franchise tag, sign it or don't. Like They're not going to counter this publicly at any point between now and the 16th of July, which is when decision day is for Bell to sign the tender or um, have it kick in and have it count against the cap. So with that being the case, uh, Bell also talked about his timing with Ben Roethlisberger. If he does miss training camp again this year, how he needs to work on that even more so than his timing with the offensive line. Um, so I got to you know, obviously find a way to get back quicker, you know, maybe taking Ben to the side and literally just me and him one-on-one, him throwing me the ball, um, getting a single my old lineman. Um, that's usually what comes quickest, you know, to be honest, is me getting a single my old line rather than me, you know, running around with Ben. It's a lot of timing and things like that. So um, I think for me that was the biggest thing is my timing with Ben and um, us getting together on the same page. Now this is even more important apparently because another thing that Bell revealed was in Randy Feetner's offense, it appears that he is going to be relied on less to carry the football in a run game capacity but might have the ball thrown his way more often. Yeah, I think a lot of my touches will um, kind of be the same. I don't think I'll see less. I don't think I'll necessarily see more. Um, I think Randy will find, you know, different ways to kind of give me some more open space, you know, allow me to, you know, use, you know, my, my moves and, and my strength, you know, open space more so against DBs and things like that, except like going against linebackers and, and, and running in between the tackles. But I think my touches, you know, I may have more catches and less carries, you know, but okay. I think the touches will all be there. Now, I don't know if that's wishful thinking on his part. He's actually been told that, but for a guy who's trying to take wear and tear off his body as he approaches free agency, maybe he's just trying to dangle that out there and have it be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he just wants to be in space more often and have the ability to run over a smaller player or get to the sideline as opposed to getting hammered by a linebacker between right. the tackles. So, uh, I don't, like I said, I don't know if that's something that's really been expressed to him or that's just wishful thinking on his part. But Antonio Brown had some wishful thinking about making sure that Bell is on the field. Well, Le'Veon Bell is a juice. Uh, you need juice. You know, I drink juice first thing when I get up in the morning on juice. And when the game gets sick and it's on the line, I'm in the, ba- I'm in the huddle saying, juice, we need you. Juice, you got the bag of oranges. And he's a guy who's affectionist. Affectionist. He is infectious with his enthusiasms. <laughs> or enthusiasms, like good fellas. Uh, as far as the Penguins go, there were some news items coming from uh, Cranberry yesterday as well. Daniel Sprong, Dominic Simone get contracts, both of them two year, one way deals, average annual salary, 750K each. Brian Rush, Jamie Alexiak got qualifying offers before the 5 p.m. deadline, so they remain property of the Penguins. Riley Shane, and Tom Kunakel turned over to unrestricted free agency as of July 1, but the hope is that Shane might rework a contract to stay here anyway. Uh, a couple of the Robert Morris kids, Brady Ferguson and uh, Frank Murat, are going to some development camps. Morris, uh, Robert Morris, all-time leading scorer, Brady Ferguson, going to the Maple Leafs development camp, and the goalie, Francis Murat, will go to the Washington 
camp. The Penguins camp starts tomorrow. And congratulations to pit guard Brad Wanamaker. He is 28 years old, and he's coming back to the NBA after leaving Pitt way back in 2011. He's gone on to a very successful European career, and now he's signing a deal with the Celtics to play with Boston next season. So he'll be coming back. And I highly suggest that you go to my Twitter page, at Tim Benz PGH, as part of the Breakfast with Benz post that I put up today. If you haven't seen the Running with the Bulls highlights. That no, have come I out. haven't. Again, a perfect thing for the slow time of year. <laughs> Uh, like one of the Bulls concussed himself. Oh. And he did not enter concussion protocol. I'm very upset about oh this. My. I don't know what PETA has to say, but if you haven't seen the video yet, he comes downhill and goes right into a wall. The bull wins, the wall loses. Oh, my God. Get Devin. the Gus Farratt video ready. <laughs> That's sports. Thanks, Tim. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Randy going to be back tomorrow. Mike continues his vacation. Bill off till Thursday. I think he's getting ready for Comedy Fest. I can't wait for that. Resting. Getting uh, getting in prime shape. So uh, that's all coming up. It's a DVE morning show. Mark Wahlberg's in every movie. He's in TV commercials. Now he's doing elementary school announcements. Hey, man. How you doing? Huh, Corbett Elementary? You doing good? You doing good? Salisbury steak, macaroni and cheese. So, you know, we'll try that here. And it all works out. So I'm trying working on the Vin Diesel, but Vin Diesel is kind of breathy, but kind of uh, raspy. Hey. Get a corona. Really, that's all he could do. There's no joke to it. No. <laughs> yeah, he would have been a bad Muppet baby voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> baby, yes, mm, yeah, uh huh. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Kermit the Frog. Everyone does a Kermit the Frog, but then the, the Kermit the Frogs turn into a Aaron Neville. <laughs> <laughs> Radio station. <laughs> to a boss cat. Nah, call you. And then turn into, yeah, Danny Glover turns into, uh, you stay away from my family. Lily Neeson, you stay away. And then Mark Wahlberg, he's still everywhere. He's in Star Wars. Oh, the Force is with you, but you're not a Jedi yet. Huh? Darth Vader? You're my father? I don't think so. Darth Wahlberg? Get out of here. Darth Wahlberg. It's a DVE morning show. I'm Val Porter. Thanks to Tim Benz for filling in for Mike Pursuta on sports. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, Tim will be. Uh, uh, that, that is not Mike. He's on an extended vacation getting rested and relaxed and getting ready for Steelers training camp. Hey, just just want to remind you, Southside Summer Open, uh, registration now open for that, and we have moved it to August 18th this year. We're going to spread things out a little over the summer instead of jamming everything up in June. It's the 12th annual Southside Summer Open Balls Out on Carson with Bud Light, and again this year it's benefiting class, community, living, and support services. Get your foursome together. Get your, you don't have to have a, a team theme, but it's fun if you do. Uh, $125 per foursome. Again, that benefits class, and you get your uh, commemorative DVE Balls Out on Carson t-shirt. So you hit all the bars on the south side, and very few people ever make it to every one, but this year they include Bar 11, 12 Whiskey Barbecue, Trixie's Bar and Game Room, Carson City Saloon, The Flats on Carson, Pre-Game, Mario's Local Bar and Kitchen, Sky Bar, Casey's, Steel Cactus, Primatti's, 
Tiki Lounge, Chippecas Cafe 2, Archie's Double Wide Grill and Excuses, and then the big after party with the Lava Game, and that'll be at Steel Cactus as well. you got to be 21 or older to participate, and uh, it's selling out quick, so if you want to get your foursome registered, I would do that soon. You can do that at dve.com. I'm heading out. Thanks to uh, Joe as well, our producer, for running the show the last couple of days. Randy's going to be back tomorrow. Michelle Michaels up next. She's got the electric lunch at noon here on DVE. I'm finished. You stay classy, Pittsburgh. Don't touch your face. I got him dead, Pittsburgh, all day, baby. For now, you guys call me Ronald. Would you not eat my pants? Ronald. Ah! Mm-hmm.